Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Wes Moss. The prevailing thought in America is that you'll never have enough money and it's almost impossible to retire early. Actually, I think the opposite is true. For more than 20 years, I've been researching, studying, and advising American families, including those who started late, on how to retire sooner and happier. So my mission with the Retire Sooner podcast is to help a million people retire earlier while enjoying the adventure along the way. I'd love for you to be one of them. Let's get started. There is a labor shortage in the United States, perhaps the worst that we've ever seen. And by the way, this is one of the best economic problems we've ever seen to the extent that this is the story behind recent labor shortages. We have over 10 million jobs unfilled or job openings, and we have less than 9 million people to fill them. This is a problem that's so unique that Patrick Harker, he's the head of the Philly Fed, says that we have a labor supply problem and there's nothing the Fed can do about it. What's he talking about? Well, there's just a lack of supply of workers. The job market was already tight before the pandemic. Now it's even tighter, and we're trying to figure that out. And it's potentially very good news for you and your early retirement plans. We have never really seen a job economy this good. Your ability to move to a better work environment or make more money or have more flexibility or maybe it's just more fun or a job you just like better, the environment has never been better for you to do that. And of course, your greatest asset is your financial earning power, your income, your ability to build wealth via a salary or bonus or commission or income or a business that you own and run and earn from. And the environment for you to maximize that right now has never been better. In fact, after combing through the most recent jobs report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, they put out something called the JOLTS report. JOLTS stands for Job Openings Labor Turnover Survey. And there's an extraordinarily important component in that JOLTS report called the quit rate, as in I quit No, I'm not quitting the podcast, meaning that more Americans are quitting today than they have ever quit before. In fact, in the April to June period in 2021, almost 11 and a half million people quit their jobs. Almost 4 million people for the month of April alone. That's the highest in BLS history dating back to 1948. If you start to add up all the people that have quit in the United States in 2021, the number's over 20 million already, and we're barely three quarters of the way through the year. You've seen the signs, literally seen the signs. Now, whether you've seen these on the internet or seen them walking into a store, here's one. We're short-staffed. Please be patient with the staff that did show up. No one wants to work anymore. Closed due to no staff. 
of course, now hiring signs all over the place. Here's one. We're closed. No employees. No one wants to work. But here's my favorite, and this comes from Dave's Pizza in Birmingham. One of our producers here on the show, Jeff Lloyd, lives in Birmingham. He's back and forth between Birmingham and Atlanta. This is literally his favorite place to eat pizza. Dave's Pizza in Birmingham. Here's a sign on their window. We will literally hire anyone. If you're on unemployment and can't find a job, call us. We'll hire you. And it's not just the fast food industry that's, that's being hit with a labor shortage. It's spilled into so many other industries. Now, even though we've been adding jobs at a rapid rate, if we look at the July jobs report this past summer, we added almost a million jobs for July. And the unemployment rate declined to less than 5.5%. Remember, last summer we were still at over 10% unemployment. If we go back to last summer and look at how many people were unemployed, it was over 16 million people unemployed. We've gained, or almost 8 million of those people have gotten jobs back. So massive progress and very encouraging, but there's a real imbalance. In the most recent JOLTS report, the number of open jobs stood at just over 10 million for the month of June. As far as the number of people unemployed, that means they have to be looking for jobs. That stands at about 8.7 million. 8.7 versus 10.1. That means there's a surplus of 1.4 million jobs. 1.4 million job openings versus people looking for jobs. And of course, this points towards a massive shortage of Workers in tons of different industries. Leisure and hospitality, think food services and accommodation or hotels. Those industries together, leisure and hospitality, looking for over one and a half million people or one and a half million jobs unfilled. Healthcare and social assistance, a million and a half job openings unfilled. Even our government is short-staffed, 900,000 jobs short. It's about 132,000 federal jobs and almost 800,000 jobs at the state and local level. We're a half a million cybersecurity jobs short. Now, there's a lot of reasons why we essentially have a labor shortage. One, we have people listening to the Retire Sooner podcast, and we've seen people retiring early and leaving the workforce. If you look at labor force participation in the 55-plus range, it's still down a full five percentage points since before the pandemic. If you were to look at the overall civilian labor force, we were clocking in at about 165 million people in the labor force, meaning they're working or looking for a job. That number dropped by 9 million because of the pandemic and has recovered but here we stand today with only 161 million, still 4 million people shy in the labor force, period. Now, it's not an exact calculation, but it stands to reason that a huge group of that 4 million people saw the last year and a half as a catalyst to retire sooner. We need nurses to take care of us. We need restaurant workers so we can go out and eat. We need cybersecurity people to help protect us from ransomware. We need technology services to build apps 
and write software of all kinds. We need construction workers to build houses, engineers to build trucks and cars and the electric grid. We need utility engineers for more power and retail workers so that we can go back to the mall. The list right now is almost endless. But the JOLTS report, or Job Opening Labor Turnover Survey, helps us understand not only where the jobs are needed, but the rate at people that have the confidence to say, I quit. And I call this the I quit economy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I call this the I quit economy. And here's my thought on this. It's scary to leave a job. It's scary to leave the nest. And you don't leave the nest unless there's something better on the other side or another nest that's better, safer. Or there's some sort of really massive shakeup in your industry. I've worked with hundreds or thousands of families over the last couple of decades when it comes to leaving work and heading into retirement. And I hear almost an endless list of things that kind of finally push people into that. How many bad commutes does it take? And you say to yourself, yeah, today was bad, but usually it's not this bad. You get home from work and your spouse said, how was work? And you say, yeah, today, today work really sucked. But you're not going to quit because of one bad day or not even one bad week. You say to yourself, gosh, my boss is just so ridiculous or unpleasant. I can't stand that guy. Or she, my coworker, she's so difficult to work with. I am so sick of this. You know what? So you've been there and I've been there. We've all had these moments. But then you say to yourself, well, it's not that bad or it'll get better. And a lot of the times and many times it, it does get better. And that's why it's pretty rare for people to quit their jobs. Quit rates, again, measured by the BLS, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, over the course of economic history, it's, it's usually a really small percentage of people leaving a job. Layoffs, forced separations, that's the majority reason. If you look at the data over the course of economic history, that's by far the bulk of why people leave work. The BLS calls it separation data. I think the shocking statistic of our day is the fact that we saw almost 4 million people in the month of April alone raise their hand and say, I quit, I'm going somewhere else. Again, the highest number we've seen in this dating back to 1948, over 20 million people in the year 2021. That's a shocking economic statistic. But what is the quit rate? Very simply, it's the number of employees who leave a company on their own accord as opposed to leaving because they're forced to leave or fired or laid off. The Bureau of Labor Statistics tracks it and reports it as a separate piece of data every time they publish their JOLTS report, Job Openings Labor Turnover Survey. The visual I get from what's happened in this economy in 2021, there's this 100-year-old oak tree outside of 
the home office that, that I work out of, I look out over a road and then there's a park kind of in the distance and there's a couple, I'm, Atlanta is the city of trees. And there's a giant 100-year-old oak, oak tree that sits in the, the park I can see from my house. And you see birds kind of fly in and fly out of this tree all the time. I think of it as that there's thousands of birds sitting quietly on the branches of that massive tree. Thousands of them. You don't see a whole lot of them fly in and out. On a normal calm day, a little bit of activity. A couple birds fly in, a couple fly out. Not that many birds in any given day decide to leave their perch in that nest or fly out of that tree. Now, all of a sudden, what happens? An earthquake hits. We get a five or a six on the Richter scale. It's felt by all. And what happens? Thousands of birds, all at once, they fly from the tree. It's a, it's a mass exodus, leaving the comfort of their nest. And that is what's happened over the past several months in the U.S. economy. We all feel the shock. We don't like it. And we decide to find another nest. There's a lot of variables that lead to people quitting. And again, historically, rates or quit rates are, are very steady and generally in the one to two, slightly more than 2% range in any given industry segment in a given year or a given month. For example, if you go back and look over the five-year period from October 2008 through October 2013, which included the shock of the financial crisis of the Great Recession, the quit rate was sub-2%. So less than 2% of people, on average, were quitting their job in any given month or year. Also, you go back to the early days of the pandemic, the quit rate was only 2.1% in March of 2020, and then it dropped to only 1.8% in April of 2021. Again, why would it be so low? Well, People are just happy to hang on to their jobs, less economic opportunity, so people tend to stay put. So when economic conditions are bad, so times of uncertainty, we see very low quit rates, as it might be difficult to find another job. On the other hand, when economic conditions are good, the quit rate typically goes up. Hey, I can find another job. It's easier to leave the nest. Now, the, the BLS doesn't give you a reason of why people are quitting. They don't say, hey, there are lots of people quitting here in this industry because of X, Y, Z. But they do publish the numbers and the percentages month over month, year over year. And if we look at that data, we can start to make some real determinations about what's happening in the labor economy and in different industries. And we have seen a seismic shift in the job economy. If you look at the data over the last 20 years, you look at the quit rate, it looks as low and steady, like nothing's happening. There's no tremors at all. And all of a sudden, that Richter scale is going up and down, up and down, like an episode of Jurassic Park. It's all over the place because the, this economy did just get hit by an earthquake. And all the birds flew out of the tree all at once. That earthquake in this economy is due to a lot of variables. Of course, the health risks and the fear around COVID, the economic shutdowns, the industry restrictions, even when we did reopen, the extra unemployment insurance that also changes the dynamics. Then the massive reopening of the economy, and then the massive tension and the disagreements on the behalf of company owners and management and HR teams on what to do with vaccines and masks, work from home policies. But if we look closely at the quit rate per industry, and that's what caught my attention about this concept I'm calling the I quit economy, 
It can tell us what's happening in the real world. I've also heard the terminology, the great resignation as a playoff on the great recession. And resignation is perhaps the right word, but the BLS, and I'm, I like to look at the economic numbers, literally keeps track of what they call the quit rate. That's what we're diving into right now. So we've seen an absolute spike in the quit rate. Again, a, a record number month after month after month in 2021. Again, go back to April 2020, and the quit rate was all the way down to 1.8%. By April 2021, just a year later, it had gone to 3.1%. Now, when we see data like this, and there are these low numbers, 1.8 to 3.1. It might not sound like much, but that's a whopping 72% increase. 72% increase in the rate of people saying, I'm out of here. We can also look at it another way. We could also look at this another way and look at quits as a percentage of the separations that are also measured by the BLS. In April 2020, when millions of people were losing their jobs, nobody wanted to quit. In fact, only 17% or less than 2 in 10 job separations were the result of people walking away. Fast forward to the spring of 2021, the number jumped to 7 in 10, meaning that 70% of job separations were the result of people quitting versus being laid off. Now, you can't see this, but I've got table four from the last JOLTS report, and I highlighted the industries where people are saying I quit in droves, and then I, I circled some of the sub-industries where we see people actually staying put. And here are the results of that. Here's where people are walking away from the most. Number one, retail trade. In April, May, June of 2021, almost 2 million people quit and went somewhere else. Over a 4% quit rate in that entire industry. Number two, we've seen this. This is going back to Dave's Pizza. Accommodation and food service workers. Again, we've all seen this and know that our favorite restaurant may have less people working, may have limited hours, may not even be open as much as we, they normally would be. So what you're seeing is very real and showing up in the economic numbers. In fact, what regions are we seeing the, the highest quit rates? It's actually the South. So think about the Southeast. I think Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, Tennessee, Alabama. The South has consistently over this past year had the highest quit rates. With almost 1.6 million people just in the South, just in the month of June 2021 alone. Again, accommodation and food services, over the past three months, over 2 million people at a staggering 5.7% quit rate. Now, we know the overall separation rate for that industry or accommodation and food services was 7.1%. That means that 80% of all the people leaving a job in that industry said, I quit, I'm going somewhere else. By the way, this is not necessarily people just hopping from one restaurant to another to another. There's been a, a big shift in people going from one industry to another. Number three, healthcare and social assistance. Almost a million and a half people in that same three-month period. Again, a shortage of nurses, a shortage of specialty care workers in nursing homes and assisted living. 
So here are the top seven as far as quit rates. Food service industry, 80%. Retail trade, 78%. Healthcare and social assistance, 74%. Again, remember the quit rate is taking a look at of people that left a job, what percentage of them actually did it on their own accord and said, I quit versus being laid off. Again, healthcare and social assistance, 74% of those separations were people that said, I quit. Arts and entertainment, almost 50%. Professional and business services, which is a really very broad category, 62%. Non-durable goods manufacturing. So that'd be one example would be food processing. So anything that's getting made that doesn't last forever. A refrigerator, durable good. A six-pack of Coca-Cola, not a durable good. Transportation and warehousing, 62% quit rate. So quite simply, people are leaving jobs in droves when it comes to hospital jobs, nursing home jobs, retail jobs, hotel, food processing, concert jobs, ticket sales, delivery drivers, warehouse stockers. And of course, what we see with our own eyes day to day, millions of signs that confirm the data that the food service industry is in an absolute labor depression. Now, not all industries are seeing people quit. Now, let's go over the, the areas of low quit rates. So if you work in the woods or in a mine, it seems like you like your job. No one seems to be quitting in the mining industry or the logging industry. If you look at miners and lumberjacks are staying put, I'm not sure how to interpret that, but maybe, maybe it's because those are already such tough jobs. People, if, you're, if you've lasted this long in that industry, you're just used to it. So the shock we've seen in this economy isn't shaking you out of the tree. Not to mention, there's already no working from home when it comes to being in the forest or being in a mine shaft. The quit rate in mining and logging still in the 1.7 to 1.9% range. Banking, investments, insurance, quit rates for finance and insurance, extremely low. Maybe that's because both of those industries or all of those industries are very much a high work from home convert. Real estate. Nobody's leaving the real estate industry. The last print here, only 1.2% quit rate. And I think it's because real estate is in such a boom or there's such a boom industry right now with real estate. Why would you ever want to quit right now? And then federal and state government jobs. People must love these jobs. And we've seen some pay increases. We know that we saw the Biden administration take minimum wage to, from around the $11 level for federal jobs to $15 an hour. Again, one of the few areas on the JOLTS map are the quit rates sub 1%. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. One of the reasons I thought it was so important to bring this up today is that the labor economy is that we live in is forever changed, forever. Workers will forever expect 
And in some cases, demand more flexibility. If one company doesn't give it, 10 other companies will. That means that workers, particularly in harder-hit, lower-paying industries, will seek or are already seeking better pay, better benefits, more flexibility, better working conditions. Being able to work from home or work from anywhere contributes to that. And the ability to continue to work from home and find more personal fulfillment is a journey that people are willing to go on right now. Just looking at the numbers, we've seen over 20 million people quit their jobs in 2021. Those are staggering numbers. As far as economic problems go, it's a good thing. It's a positive for workers. It may be difficult for employers and businesses or business owners to accommodate that or adjust to that, but the biggest investment takeaway I see here is inflation. All these people are quitting. They're not doing it for less money. Sure, there's some quality of life job moves, but on balance, people are quitting for more money and more opportunity and a better life. And that means higher wages. And higher wages mean higher costs for goods and services for you and me. Luckily, here on Retire Sooner, we know the antidote for inflation. It, it is quite simply publicly traded stocks here in the United States and accompanied with the army of American productivity, where hardworking Americans and sharp-penciled CFOs all of us collectively, we have the ability to thread the needle of higher prices, increase productivity through innovation, moderate the costs of doing business through efficiency, pass the rest on to the consumer, and then raise revenue and raise earnings. And we all live to fight another day. That's the antidote. And it's right there in our 401k plans. It's right there staring us in the face. So, so don't ignore that. But bottom line, what does it mean for you? We've, we've never seen a job economy quite this good. And your ability to be able to move and figure out an even better work environment for yourself so that you can potentially either have more flexibility and, and love your job more or go from liking to loving or not liking to at least liking your job and more money, that opportunity in the world we live in today has never been better. It may never get any better as an overall economic environment. And of course, your greatest asset financially is your earnings power and your income and your ability to build wealth, whether you're working for a company or having your own business. So the environment for your own earning potential today is in a good place. It is in a rich place. And I want to make sure that knowing this information, you can take full advantage of it. You know, I talked about this topic of the quit rate on my actual live radio show on WSB Radio in Atlanta, and I started getting calls from people that wanted to tell their story or reason for quitting. And there was a lot of interesting perspective from the listeners of the show. One gentleman called in who's in building maintenance and lived over the past year and a half, still going to work. A lot of his colleagues chose not to. So he faced COVID and people and going into everyone's offices for maintenance day after day, picking up shifts, picking up slack for people who weren't working. A year and a half into the pandemic, doesn't feel any more appreciated today by his employer than he did to start with. What's he planning on doing? He's going to quit. 
He's going to go somewhere else where he's more appreciated, and he's going to make more money doing so. A daughter called. Her mother, at age 65, is still working and going to probably have to work for the next five to ten years and doesn't like her job and doesn't love her employer and knows that she's got a lot of years left. Scared, though, to leave. She's 65. She says, it's tough. Tough for me to go find something new. Her daughter called in to say, what should Betty do? And I don't know Betty. But I do know that if Betty doesn't love her job right now and doesn't feel appreciated and is underappreciated and underpaid, there's probably never been a better time and may never be a better time for Betty to raise her hand, say, thank you, but I'm, I'm out of here, and go find something else. Of course, practically speaking, she can go find something else and then <laughs> give her resignation. But in the environment we're in, if you've ever thought about making an economic move and changing jobs and have been nervous to do so, from what I can see over the course of economic history, this is about as good as the labor environment, the environment for those of us looking for work or looking for a job, is absolutely in the favor of the worker. Hey, y'all, this is Mallory with the Retire Sooner team. Please be sure to rate and subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend. If you have any questions, you can find us at westmoss.com. That's W-E-S-M-O-S-S.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and YouTube. You'll find us under the handle Retire Sooner Podcast. And now for our show's disclosure. This podcast is provided to you as a resource for informational purposes only and is not to be viewed as investment advice or recommendations. This information is being presented without consideration of the investment objectives, risk tolerance, or financial circumstances of any specific investor and might not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to and should not form a primary basis for any investment decision that you may make. Always consult your own legal, tax, or investment advisor before making any investment or financial planning considerations. Please refer to the full disclosure in the podcast description for any additional information.